0: Jason and I both really appreciate Paul over at SwivelArms.com for the very generous posters that uh, Bill is envious for.
1: That was a very good tip, from Bill, and that's also what I do: is when you're going into search, mask, uh, make sure you're searching for everything available to you.
2: I was wondering if maybe this was made on an ancient Indian burial ground or something. You know, like I had a curse. Mask cast. Select the mask agents best suited for this mission.
0: Jason G. DJ, movie writer, 80s guru, vehicle code name Frontier. Wyatt B. Sound engineer, movie writer, Airman, vehicle code name Dakota.
2: Personnel approved. Assemble mobile armored strike
1: command. Hello, Mask fans. This is Jason with Maskcast. Welcome to part two of Maskcast twenty-two, continuing our discussion about collecting Mask with special guest. Bill Fairies of MattTracker.com. Part two of our discussion will be talking about original mask fan art and unique pieces that are in our personal collections and collections we've seen across the net. We'll also give you some tips for collecting masks and finding some of those rare or hard-to-find items, and we'll also be revealing what's in our personal collections, including mask items and other collectibles. So let's get right back into it and kick off our discussion on part two with mask fan art. Let's go back into fan art. There is uh, a a few of our friends and and sites out there that have posted up some fan art. Like Wyatt mentioned before, uh, Paul Pamphilone over at SwivelArms.com created a couple great posters of the Viper and Spectrum masks that... uh, I think pretty much went like hotcakes that day that he, uh, released them to, uh, that he had some prints ready. There's also, if you go over to, uh, deviantart.com, that's a fun site to go on and just find tons of fan art. There's tons of mask stuff on there. Uh, just, it's everything from just doodles to, you know, real high quality stuff. Um, there's a few pieces that have gone up on, uh, boulderhill.net that Eric has posted uh, posters and such. I believe it's Serial Geek that has done some some art as well. And uh, I will mention uh, a friend of the show, Brent Scarano, who posted up his collection on uh, the Facebook page this week. He actually had some of the box art for the Australian release. He somehow got his hands on like the originals. Um, that was used, and through some ties with the people that I guess created the art, um, he was able to secure that. And it's he's got that up on his framed up on his wall, so I thought that was really cool as well. But uh, I know Bill has uh, some uh, unique pieces in his collection as far as uh, stuff like uh, cell animation, original cell animation from the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's in your collection, Bill? As far as uh, kind of one-off or uh, unique pieces,
2: I guess we can uh, start with the cell animation there. Uh, it's actually it's uh, Miles Mayhem. Him kind of uh, looks like he's getting grabbed by somebody. I don't. I didn't tie together what Cino is from yet, but I have been scoping it out on eBay. Um, for it was up for seven days, and it was a ninety-nine cents. And uh, to my surprise, by the time there was a minute or two left, it was still at ninety-nine cents. I was wondering if maybe this was made on an ancient Indian burial ground or something, you know, like I had a curse. Um, <laughs> I, the shipping was four times as much as I paid for the the actual cell and the original art drawing. Um, so I've never seen anything like that sell for that low. So I don't know if maybe everybody else was asleep at the wheel there, uh, didn't check it out. but. I know Brent was uh, upset that I got that for a dollar. Uh, he he wished it was himself that got it for a dollar, but uh, you know may, maybe next time, maybe next time, Brent. So, um, but yeah, I was I was really surprised to get that for as as little as it was. Um, it's, it's really cool to have uh, you know an original piece like that in the set. It Has this you know DIC stamp on it, so I know it's authentic. And it's it's pretty cool uh, to have in there. I have a comic book page by Joe Del Uh He was the penciler for the comics, so a lot of the art you're seeing in there was from him. I don't know how far along he carried uh, the, you know, the printing, uh, you know, the doing the penciling and all that. I don't know if he did anything for the UK. I I doubt it because he's he lives over in the, uh, you know, uh, United States. I don't know if he did anything like that or not. But uh, a lot of his works in there. Um, and the, uh, the, the uh, DVD prints you're talking about, um, it's cool that Brent has that, to be honest, because I would like it too. So maybe maybe, uh, maybe you can part with one, but I doubt that. Uh, if I, I think they're a matching set. If I, if I remember correctly, it's uh, the Viper mask, like the half half mask, the same thing with Tracker, is that correct? I believe so. Okay. I do remember seeing them and being very jealous of them. So at least, uh, at least he knows that I'm jealous of that. Um, so maybe we're almost even on that on that front there. And I have, um, let's see. As I, I mentioned earlier, I started doing some art for the for my website. Um, t- uh, basically, what I'm doing is I'm using a screenshot as a as like a backdrop, you know, like a something to to work off of, and I'm just kind of drawing them in Illustrator. And I have them all on like the you know the opening scene from the from their credits as the backdrop on that um, just kind of releasing them as I can and I was able to put that up as smart in my office so I was able to combine it and it's really cool if anybody if anybody wants them feel free to message me a couple of people had asked me for uh, different sizes things like that because uh, they wanted to frame them which I'm fine with uh, I'm not gonna to try to make any money off of that, so if you if you want them, uh, feel free to print them out it's a It's a quick and easy way to get some mask artwork in your office if you want. I'm not doing a plug for that so you have to look at my art all the time, but that's one of the one of the things I would suggest is if you can find printouts from non artists like myself, I wouldn't recommend going you know and ripping off somebody like you know printing out a print or something like that so you know, just uh, go that route, and uh, one other thing I'll talk about is the, it's not really art, but I, I will call it art, that, uh, that crack and peel logo sheet that I got from Lance Anderson, there's like, you know, 80 logos on there, so it's in a frame in my office, uh, it's one of the cooler pieces I have because it kind of started everything, so it's definitely um, definitely one of the, uh, the the better pieces I have in, in there, so yeah, that should be it for now, but I'm always trying to expand on that, and I know that I would love to have Paul's posters of uh, you know, Spectrum and Viper Mask. Um, so, Paul, if you're listening to this, make sure I'm in the next batch of uh, of your prints because <laughs> they would uh, they would look great next to everything else uh, that's up there. So, definitely nice original art. So, I'd be, I'd be honored to have that stuff. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you can do that sometime. So.
0: Well, I think uh, Jason and Bill both took the spotlight on that. Uh, I don't have too much else to really add to that, except we, uh, Jason and I both really appreciate Paul over at swivelarms.com for the very generous posters that uh, Bill is envious for. I know, uh, as time permits, and uh, I'm going to frame that sucker up and, and put my uh, Viper mask right here in the in the office and my wife just going to have to deal with it don't know about you jason uh i'm sure you're gonna post yours up in the dining room
1: yeah i gave him first choice uh, uh paul was gracious enough to send us one of each and uh and why it took the viper i took spectrum mine is still in the role same here um <laughs> i just uh we'll talk a little bit later about our personal collections and and our kind of view of uh, how we are going to treat them. But, um, I just don't have the proper space for the stuff that I do have. Um, I would love to hang it over our mantle and spotlight (laughs) it and show it off for the world to see. But I know I might be rejected in that, uh, that sentiment. So I have yet to get my, uh, my man cave, but I do have my office at work that I can put a few things up. Um, I'm not sure that Spectrum would be the most appropriate thing to have behind me when uh, clients come in, so <laughs> it'll have to uh, stay at bay for now. But I do have a frame, and I'm ready to get that thing up when I when I'm ready to do it properly. So, yeah, and just to bounce back off of what Bill said, um, when you're going to these sites like DeviantArt.com and and these other places, and you see the uh, the original mask stuff. Just be mindful that you know this is somebody else's creation, and you know don't go saving it or you know printing it out or whatever. I always contact the person directly and and try to get their permission. And it, you know I a lot of times will share stuff on Facebook, and I always try to put up there via you know whoever is the is the author, or if they have a a Facebook page or something, I try to link them over to it. So. People know where to go if they want more so just keep that in mind as you're collecting these original pieces so um, we're gonna go right back into our final segment of basically uh, collecting mask in an an overview and that's just some tips uh, for collecting bill as a avid collector of mask um, do you got some tips you would like to pass along maybe for acquiring some of the uh, rarer items uh, just in general
2: no i'm not going to share any of my tips uh that means i won't be able to get all the cool stuff uh for myself (laughs) fish, but uh, that's the name of the game uh no it's um i i know that when it 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 actually it was kind of sad to be honest because i wasted so much time ebay usa let's say I'm trying to find some of the harder pieces to find. And I didn't even realize that there were like 50 other countries for eBay. Um, and as we said earlier, there's the, you know there's a huge following over in Europe for masks. And for some reason, it seems like that the UK, uh, I, I don't know if they're, they're baseline for the series or the split seconds, but if you're ever trying to find those or um, things like that, I've had good luck with booking over there. My only warning is with Europe shipping is that it takes like a month to get to you and it could cost, you know, I don't know, it depends on what you're getting. But I had, I, I bought a jackal or a barracuda, whatever you want to call it, from over there just to get one mask uh, to help complete my figure set. And the, the shipping on the on that thing was like $28 or something like that and I think weighs like now So it was kind of, kind of put me back a little bit on that. But um, you know, as I said, if you're trying to really be serious about tracking down some of these harder to find pieces, you're going to have to look elsewhere. But if you're looking in the United States to find, to buy these things, uh, Fire Force, Detonator, Sky Vault, Wolf Beast, Afterburner, things like that, you're going to be putting out more. than what you would for anything else, naturally, because they're the harder ones to find here in the United States. But be prepared for that, that, as Jason said earlier, you might hit three, you know, three figures in some of the stuff. And it's true, um, especially if you find ones that are efficient and complete. But I've spent... I, I've tried looking for other websites to buy things. Uh, maybe in the past, I've found some like random secure websites that had a couple of things for sale. But they're not... They're not always in stock. So, eBay's are always your best choice. And as I said, uh, look for eBay UK. Uh, I can't believe I'm giving this out. I mean, I'm sure people know about it, but oh uh, man, everybody's going to get all the cool stuff now. Um, eBay France. Uh, that's where I was able to track down Julio Lopez from Fire Force, just a mask. Um, i do not going to play with shipping was on that, just for one mask. So, um, kind of made me sad, but I was happy once I got here, but the, the send that PayPal payment over just, uh, just hurt me a lot. So, um, <laughs> it, it just thinks you pay, you know, eight times the amount of what you're buying, but that happens sometimes. And if you're trying to get serious about something and want to, you know, follow through, you're going to have to do this. Um, but yeah, eBay is basically uh, the best. Restores you can find, and sometimes I'll I'll post some of my extra stuff to eBay on the website. And uh, eBay has an app for Android phones. I don't know if iPhone has the same kind of uh, app for it, but I have safe searches on here. Uh, so if somebody posts mask uh, Thunderhawk, it'll alert me, so then I can kind of keep track of it if I'm looking for one, uh, or you know anything else. Um, one of the ones I'm looking for is like Manta right now. So Mask, Manta comes up, I can I know it's there, and okay, let me see if I can get this. So if you have a unique piece you're trying to get, eBay kind of takes some of the work out for you. Um, but it works based off of your region. So it won't work for, uh, it won't scan, like, everything. It won't scan all the eBay websites unless you change the language setting. That's a, that's a tip, too, if you want to look for, like, on eBay UK and you're stuck at some boring... Uh, some boring corporate meeting or something and you want to do something productive, take out your phone and get your (laughs) eBay app on and switch the language to French. Um, Make do if you don't know French, which, to tell you the truth, it was hard for me to to figure out what was what, but luckily eBay kind of structures everything the same. So, you know, you can do that on your phone, just change the language or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's kind of what I've been doing a lot. To track down a lot of the harder fine pieces and that is actually where I found the Commodore 64 game was over in the uh, UK and there was one that actually just sold over there a couple days ago I was trying to win it to have it as a giveaway prize for the site but somebody beat me to it I wasn't able to place a bid on it when I needed to I was stuck in a meeting so I take the advice I'm giving and I'm going to follow that now too I'm a not gonna let work get in the way of uh, these financial things here and there again. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's it, in, And a good thing too is um, if you if you get if you're on the website, uh, you know, on a on message board or the Facebook page, um, there's a lot of really good people that will trade. Uh, they they buy and sell and trade and um, they love doing it. Uh, you and I, Jason, just you know, consider trade not too long ago. You helped me get Meteor. Um, which is great. So I mean, like there's things like that where if you're trying to track something down and you have something that somebody else wants, um, go that route. So I um, mean, be mindful of the people because I I I don't speak for everybody. People might be out there to rip you off, but if you know the person, you know what they are. You know what they're all about. Um, you know, it's always a good way to go too. So you can always help out your friend with it. Um, it's kind of kind of it really for me. I do go to flea markets from time to time, and I found that sweet Voltron uh, a couple weeks ago, so uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, but I've never seen too many mass toys at the flea markets that I've been to. Guy had a couple things, but they were all broken down. He wanted, he wanted $20 for a Thunderhawk that didn't have any doors or wheels, so I was like, yeah, okay, uh, I'm not going to go that route. So, you know, be mindful of what you're paying for. You can use our price guide as a guide. It's up on the, under the toy section on the website. But on exact prices, it's kind of like, you know, just a, you know, as a guide, as, a, as it's so-called, um, to kind of give you a, what you should pay for in the ballpark of things. So hopefully that's a resource that people have used to, to help build their collections.
0: Yeah, I think Bill uh, took the spotlight on that one. But uh, I was able to come across, there was, I, I go on and off and on just because, uh uh, a couple of years ago, there was some fuss over eBay being. Uh, people were getting kind of fed up with eBay the way that uh, they did handled their finances and so forth. And I'm not beating up eBay by any means, but uh, on occasion I go to some other websites, auction websites, uh, Epeer, E P I E R, and Ioffer.com. Um, there is actually right now. As we are recording this, there are some things sitting on iOffer.com right now. Uh, I've noticed them before. Uh, they seem like they're, they've been up there for a while. But uh, if you're an avid collector like uh, Bill uh, or even kind of a beginner, don't stop at eBay and think you're done. Um, like Bill said, go to the flea markets, go to the antique uh, malls or antique shops, look out on the Internet you know you might come up across a different auction site than eBay and you can really find a lot of stuff and and like bill said you know look at the obscure things like France or the UK uh, uh, there's there's stuff all around you just have to really be committed to the search what about you jay
1: yeah i totally agree that ebay is not the final the alpha and the omega um of auction sites i'm actually a member over at ebid.net and that's mainly based out of the UK. Um, they There is a few mask auctions up there from time to time. Uh, I've seen the comics. I've seen some toys as well. I've actually purchased some. I haven't been able to successfully sell anything on eBid yet, but um, it's still a great resource, and they, too, have multiple countries. When you log in, you got to log in as eBid, you know, United States, where we are, but you can still search, you know, their other sites. So that that was a very good tip from Bill, and that's also what I do. Is when you're going into search mask, uh, make sure you're searching for everything available to you. Like for instance, I'm going in, and you can set it to uh, only search for things available to the U.S. So if somebody in the U.K. or France or Germany or wherever has international shipping posted that auction will show up in your search results. And one other thing I found, which is a good tip for uh, for somebody that's, uh, you know, just looking for mask stuff in general, is go in and search, you know, put the periods in, M period, A period, S uh, period, K period, but also search without mask. Of course, you know, you're going to get tons of, you know, goofy-looking masks <laughs> uh, auctions, but you can still look for, like, uh, Mask Kenner. Or mask and then whatever vehicle you're looking for and those auctions don't necessarily come up when you're putting in the periods in between so try searching that way as well and uh, I managed to to grab a couple auctions that way where there wasn't that many people bidding on it Uh, at least it didn't you know I got it for a fairly decent price uh, surprisingly and that was because you know not everybody on eBay knows what they have they're finding stuff at yard sales or whatever, and uh, they don't know how to properly list it. Um, a lot of people will put mask with the periods and then mask without the periods when they're listing an auction, and that helps as well. So that's, uh, that's one tip um, from me. The U.K. is rampant with stuff. Um, when you're looking at you know the U.S. dollar versus the Great Britain pound, there's quite of a difference there. And then when you're looking at the euro, it's it's considerably less too. So when you're looking at your you know your Google uh, <laughs> uh, translator there, you know look for auctions with the euro as well because it's it's considerably cheaper than, than buying directly from Great Britain with that uh, exchange difference. Um, I don't I haven't had much success you know just at yard sales and antique malls and stuff locally with uh, with mask but there's stuff out there Um, you know whether you're looking for a mask or not a lot of people go to these malls and so forth and and will put their stuff that they find Um, I won't give away too much more of my strategy Um, I have paid for a considerable amount of my collection by collecting mask in lots and a lot of times you'll have uh, this vehicle missing a missile or missing uh, a figure missing a mask and um, if you if you're collecting the vehicles and and you get some extras um, always sell them back and you're gonna you're gonna make some money mask is in pretty high demand now I mean at any given point when I'm searching there's at least a thousand auctions out there of uh, mask items so if you're collecting in lots you're gonna be able to pay a little bit lower per vehicle or you know, per figure, when you're buying bulk uh, figures, and then you know, being willing to sell them back, and and always, I always include when I'm selling them back. I usually try to complete a, a full set. Obviously, you'll get the most amount of money if your vehicle and, and figure are complete, and you're selling them together. Definitely help your uh, your wallet <laughs> when you're trying to collect all these uh, vehicle lines and everything. Well, that's uh, gonna about do it for. Our collecting overview, let's talk a little bit about our personal collections. We're going to have Wyatt go first. I know he's mentioned he's got a a few mask things, but we're going to talk about mask and everything, pretty much, that we've collected, we're most proud of, I guess you would say, that we own. So what you got for us, Wyatt?
0: Well, like I mentioned before, I'm not as much of a mask collector currently or a collector of anything, really, right now. I guess the top three collections... Right now, uh, I do like my mask toys. In fact, I want to start evolving it, is probably the best way to put it, adding to it. Uh, I also have my Dukes of Hazard collection, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, mostly it's the General Lee, but I still got things from uh, the originals, the, the newer uh, repeats, is probably the best way to put it, the, the remarketed little cars. Jason and I actually used to call it the Dukes of Hazard. Shrine, because I had about three bookshelves full of <laughs> these things. Uh, it has unfortunately been boxed due to married life. Uh, my coin and currency collection is probably the, the third other collection that I do. Uh, that I, It's probably the most current, if you want to call it that. I collect anything from 1979 on back. There's no rhyme or reason for that year. just uh, figured I'd start from... Before the 80s. What's wrong with the 80s? There's nothing wrong with the 80s. Just that's where I started. But in any event, uh, I got quite a bit of currency, uh, including a 1934 $20 bill. Uh, there's a couple $5 bills that I have that have the red serial numbers on them. I be- believe they're called uh, certificates and not actually bills. My oldest coin is happens to be a penny, which is a 1919 penny i have about three of those and it's just odds and ends from there i got somewhere around six hundred dollars invested in just the coin and currency the value uh it all depends on the collector i guess or the the uh appraiser i took the uh the the books they're called the little black book for currency and then another book for coin and kind of just did a an average cost of what they are because they are circulated coins and currency. It's not, uh, nothing I have is mint. So it's just a, a guesstimate. And I, I've kind of lost because of, uh, recent additions to my family. Uh, I haven't totally seen what my collection is worth. Now it's, it's around a thousand dollars and that's my, my own assessment of it. I don't know what it really is worth, but really that's, that's, my collection off and on in between. I'll pick up something like uh, uh, the little Hot Wheels 80s cars that have shown up. Jason has also added to my collection of that. Yes. Yes. But, uh, and very grateful, I might add. <laughs> but, uh, really, I mean, I, got, I still got my. I could go on and on, but really, that's probably the three top collect- collections I have in my repertoire
1: you got to talk about the, uh, the kit in Michael Knight. Come on.
0: Well, if you want to add to it. Well, I do have a kit in Michael Knight. Um, I still have it. The
1: talking kit
0: now. Yes, it is the talking kit. Uh, some of you might remember it. It was a pretty decent-sized car. It's funny. I have the Michael Knight figurine with me now. and Being in the military, you know, it's, it's traveled. I won't say the globe, but it's traveled the U.S. quite often. But... The kit car is still at my dad's in the in a collection of Tonka toys. That is pr- almost like a family heritage there. My dad had a set of Tonka toys that's been passed down to me. Will probably be passed down to my son to play with. There's quite a bit of vehicles of those. Um, unfortunately, they're just sitting in my dad's attic, and I'm running out of space to uh, in my moves to put it someplace if i i gotta buy another house or or something or maybe i need to bu- buy the Optimus prime truck and trailer i don't know
1: <laughs> i've got a few tonka toys that were they were passed down to me and i have passed down to my my two sons um but yeah i i think i've got some collateral now if we ever need to do a trade i've got a i think a 1929 one dollar bill and uh, I've got some Morgan silver dollars from the late 1800s that were passed down to me from family that had has passed away. So uh, very nice. We can work out a we can work out a trade. Uh,
0: yeah, all fair. We'll for, definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe for uh, for something in your Duke's collection. I doubt you ever part with anything in there. Well, you
0: know, uh, not to to sway too much, but I have parted a little bit. Uh, Some of you may or may not know, my wife is actually from Brazil and her sister just recently had a baby and my brother-in-law was wanting to add a Hot Wheels collection. Long story short, I sent him a three-car set of General Lee with, uh, I think, Daisy's Jeep and a Roscoe car. I did send him one of the Knight Rider Hot Wheels that was a remake that you sent me. And my red Dodge pickup that I actually still happen to have, the little, you know, of course it's a miniature of it, but, uh, I sent them all down to Brazil. So yes, Dukes of Hazzard is definitely, and Knight Rider, are definitely invading Brazil. <laughs>
1: nice. My collection, um, like Wyatt said, I've recently, obviously my boys are big into Hot Wheels cars, and I am frequently down the Hot Wheels aisle in stores, and, uh, I'm always on the lookout for those uh those 80s cars they released in the last couple of years, um, the Back to the Future DeLorean Ecto-1 kit, the 18 van, even a little bit older like the 60s Batmobile.
0: The real so, Batmobile.
1: The real. <laughs> well, and then just recently with the Dark Knight release, they've released a whole pretty much the whole set of Batmobiles from the 60s on up through current. Um, and even some of those other, like the cartoon Batmobiles from like Batman Beyond, I think, and all those. So those are in my collection. I'm very proud of my wonderful mask collection. I have the first three toy lines complete. Um, I have four from the split seconds line, the fourth line. Um, And I've kind of went into my collection as I basically wanted to collect the ones from the cartoons since that was always our kind of throwback to uh, to the 80s and childhood. So I've been at those and then, like I said before, the, the comics, those have kind of come and then just odds and ends for my mask collection, um, things that pop up that I think is a pretty good deal or interesting or whatever I'll pick up. Um, as far as non-mask items... I made it a point when I first went out to start collecting masks that I had odds and ends from the 80s, G.I. Joes. Um, I had the Rambo helicopter, and I had a bunch of other stuff that were just kind of out in the garage in boxes. And I said, I'm going to sell some of this stuff to kind of feed my mask collection. And I did that, except for a few pieces. There's a, there's a couple that I will not sell. One is my G.I. Joe Sky Striker from, I think, 83 is when that when they came out. I, uh, I so. remember getting that for Christmas. And uh, that sits on top of my big TV stand armoire, where our TV is right now. Uh, the boys have played with it, and um, I've since put it up. So anything else on it does not get destroyed. But I still have the figure and you know the canopy and everything. It's pretty much complete. And then the, the last thing was my die cast Voltron that I got, I believe, in eighty five.
0: I remember when you said you were gonna sell that. I was about ready to cry.
1: Well, I was considering it. Um I wanted to see how much I could get for it, and it's it's pretty expensive, especially if it's complete and in nice condition. It can get up near three figures, but I decided I'm I'm gonna hang on to that baby. And uh, that one does not go out and, uh, and and does not see the light of day very much. <laughs> I don't have a case or anything for it or any place to put it, but uh, I keep that tucked away. And we'll one day, when I hopefully get a man cave, we'll uh, show it off. <laughs> so that's that's my collection in a nutshell. That is going to do it for Part 2 of Maskcast 22, Collecting Mask. You just got done hearing about my personal collection and Wyatt's. And up next, in Part 3, Bill will finally get to talk about his collection, which has some very cool mask pieces, including a viper mask that shoots water, and one of the Commodore 64 video games. Then after Bill is done bragging about his collection, we'll give a few shout outs to Mask fans who posted their collection up on our Facebook page. And then we'll talk about Mask collecting in the future. What would a Mask toy line look like now that might connect with our Mask live action movie? So please join us next time for the third and final segment of Collecting Mask right here on MaskCast. bad.